Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe. It's a special crossover episode where TBU meets the Thunder Cares cast. We're recording at Infant Crisis Services where we're going to go around and talk to a few players. It's going to get noisy and loud, but it's going to be fun. We've still got our normal crew. We've got producer Hendy here, and of course Nick. Nick, what were you what were you doing today? I was packing boxes, you know, putting together food for the children that are going to need it. We had canned goods, cereal, pasta, beans, and it was like an assembly line. We were trying to stuff the boxes as quick, quickly as we possibly could, get them over onto a pallet where they're going to be shipped off and delivered to the families that needed them. Well, the Thunder staffers are hard at work, and the players are here as well. They're about to get put to work at doing some of the same stuff that we are. This is one of the best events of the year. It's not always here. A lot of different times the Thunder will reach out to a variety of charities throughout the city, the metro area, and just find a way to give back. We've had great events at the Regional Food Bank, and today here at the Infant Crisis Services Center, it's a great opportunity to really get goods diapers, everything to these families that are really in desperate need uh, at a very critical time of a child's life. And for everybody working for the Thunder, it's a nice change of pace getting outside of this really tough grind of the season. But we are here to talk a little bit of basketball as well. So the team did practice today. Nick and I were both there. And following a tough loss in Milwaukee, the team was really looking to get back to work back on the court and rewrite the ship. Today's event really falls in this kind of perfect time for the Thunder because they got three straight days without a game. And really from here on out, final 22 games of the season, that's not happening anymore. So a really nice day of rest on Saturday and then got back to work Sunday and Monday with practices with really the focus being on maybe recapturing some of that physicality and toughness that was on display over the last three months with it, where they've been one of the very best teams in the NBA, but an opportunity coming off of a really rough loss in Milwaukee to just get that spirit back. Thunder looking to play with a little bit more force going up against the Clippers here tomorrow. It'll be This will be a nice little recalibration like you mentioned before diving into this really tough part of the season. Another chance to test this team against one of the very best teams in the NBA and the Clippers are humming right now. They've won four straight. They're playing very well. The addition of Marcus Morris has added to their toughness. I mean, you just look across their line now between Kawhi, Pat Beverly, Morris, Paul George. They're 10 deep. Yeah, and and 10 deep worth of guys that are going to get into you, going to play physically, and not going to give you an inch whatsoever. So this would be an awesome opportunity for the Thunder to try to deliver the first punch on Tuesday. When you talk about playing with force, like you mentioned, this is a great opportunity for them to really illustrate what they've been working on in these three days of practice. The other aspect of it that we talked about at practice with Billy Donovan and Chris Paul is physicality isn't necessarily on the defensive end, but offensively, it's can you get into your spots quickly? Can you get to the spot on the floor that you want to? Can you make a deep seal in the post if you're Steven Adams or Danilo Gallinari? Can you fight through you know, being grabbed and held and pushed when you're trying to make your cuts? And so those are all things that the Thunder is definitely going to deal with on the perimeter when you talk about PG, Kawhi, and Pat Beverly. Not getting bumped off your cuts and at the same time not getting back down in the post. All things that don't show up on the stat sheet but the Thunder's really going to have to work on to implement more force into their offensive 
and defensive schemes. I know that the post-up game is not what it once was in this league, but I'm just always reminded of what Steven Adams has told me throughout the years in terms of guarding guys like Tim Duncan or Carl Anthony Towns or you know whoever the premier centers in the league are, LaMarcus Aldridge. The further that you can force that catch on the entry pass, if you can make it out to 15 feet, 16 feet, 17 feet, that only enhances your ability to force a missed shot. And so these are the inches of the game, the things that you're talking about that don't show up on the stat sheet that are absolutely critical in a game like the one against the Clippers on Tuesday. Like we mentioned off the top, this episode is a crossover event between the Thunder Basketball Universe and the Thunder Cares cast. And we just recently wrapped up the very first season, incredible first season of the Thunder Cares cast where we followed the team and staff members throughout the Oklahoma City community and behind every initiative and every event that this team was a part of, there was a reason why. And throughout the first 12 episodes of the Thunder Cares cast, we are trying to show you why. Be sure to check it out anywhere you find your podcasts. Joining us on the podcast is Mickey Ferris, the executive director and co-founder of Infant Crisis Services Center here in Oklahoma City. Mickey, while we have you, thank you so much for being here. Can you give us an overview of what the Infant Crisis Services Center does? Absolutely. We are an emergency food pantry for babies and toddlers in need. Uh, we provide enough food formula and diapers uh, for a baby four times each year, and that's a new program delivery for us. So we've used our, for most of our existing we've done five visits over their lifetime and now we're doing four visits a year from the time they're born until they turn four so it's possibly 20 visits so all of the goods that you all are helping us with here today that makes it possible for us to serve all the needy babies and toddlers that come to our organization tell us about some of the typical people that come through here and are in need and what what they kind of look like and what their needs are they're very much like you and I. I mean, they're just in a hard spot. Um, we all get in a hard spot. Um, I always say, but by the grace of God, go we. We're all like a paycheck away, um, some of us. At least I am a paycheck away from um, needing extra help sometimes. And so we're that place to crash, to say, I, I don't have enough resources this month. I need, to, I need help with my baby's basic necessities. And so we're, we're the bottom rung. We're at the basic necessities level. So we make sure that we connect them with other organizations too, because if they're coming here for the basic essentials, they're going to need other items as well. So we provide those resources to them. We, we guide them to the places that have those resources because we can't do everything and we want them to have everything that they need. From what you were describing, it sounds like a massive increase in the amount that you guys are providing right now. What has that been like for you all as a, an organization to have that massive impact uh, in so, such a quick time span? Just started in January. It was like a fire hose. I mean, it was like raining babies here. We were like, we usually help between 12 and 1500. We helped 3000 last month uh, and, well, in January. In February, we doubled again. We usually see close to a thousand. It's a short month. There's usually a couple of snow days in there. We'll see over 2000 in February. So it's going to be double every month, but we're prepared for it. We knew it was going to happen. We hoped it would happen because we wanted those families who'd run out of visits or the new, you know, our new clients to come uh, as well. We have our main location, which we're at our main location today, but we also have two baby mobiles, Thelma and Louise. They go to Oklahoma County and then 18 surrounding counties. 
sometimes we go even beyond a surrounding county uh, to a, a county that we know has a lot of, of need. And so we were in Lawton uh, last week and we helped 171 babies in the four hours that we were there providing food, formula, and diapers um, for them. You're giving out some big numbers. Just how impactful or meaningful or helpful is the Thunder? Over 200 people in this warehouse right now helping you guys well, out. Well, it made me cry because it, it means the world to us. I mean, we're, we, we don't, we have, we need the help. We need people's hands. We need people's um, talents and treasure and all of the things that um, will make it possible for us to help these babies. So when, when you all called, we were like, oh my goodness, I sent it out to everybody. And, and we said, we're, we're, we can do it. And luckily we have a facility now that can handle it. For many years, we didn't have a facility that could handle it. We were in much smaller um, locations than we are currently in, but we can handle 200 people today and keep them busy, hopefully for the next hour or so. I know my crew, uh, we, we bagged 175 bags of apples, so I can only imagine how much impact that'll have. I mean, and there were several stations, diapers, mm -hmm. formula, just what are some of the raw numbers of things that you guys are doing to help out in the community? We'll help, we think in this new fiscal year, which will start April 1st, we'll help about 30,000 babies. And uh, we're gonna, we expect to serve a lot more than we have been, double, because we're doubling every month. Um, we gave away three quarters of a million diapers last year. So you can only imagine what that's gonna be like this year. Almost everybody that walks in here wants a diaper because you cannot buy diapers with your WIC vouchers, the women, infant, children vouchers that many families in need get, and you cannot buy diapers with food stamps, their, their uh, uh, paper products. So almost everybody that walks in here needs a diaper. And um, there's really not any discretionary funds. So um, for those things that they need, like toilet paper, paper towels, feminine products, um, diapers, they have to find a way to get those because they can't get them with food stamps or with the WIC vouchers that they're given. Um, and those programs are, are supplemental. They're, they're there. They're, thank God they're there because we couldn't do everything they're doing, but they're supplemental and we're that safety net for when they don't have any more. So obviously there are some special guests here outside of the Thunder staff members. You also have some players here. How cool is that to have players in the warehouse I, I right noticed. now? <laughs> they, they're taller than all the others, although some of you guys are tall too. There was several people in here. I said, you have to be tall to you know even work there? But we uh, were thrilled. We're just absolutely thrilled that um, we have the players here too. Just up close and personal so I'm very very glad to have everybody here but it was exciting to see them arriving too. This is obviously a very moving story and a, a great organization. If somebody's listening to this and wants to help out, wants to contribute, how can they do that? They can go to our website www.infantcrisis.org. Um, they can also go to our Facebook account, our Twitter account, our um, Instagram account. We do lots of um, announcing what we're doing next on those. Um, they can um, on our website, they can also say they want to volunteer. There's a tab for that. Um, if they want to donate, there's a donate button. Uh, we just we, we hope that that's what will come of this. this. This won't be the last time that people are here, that it'll touch people's hearts and they'll want to come back. Mickey, we really appreciate all that you're doing, not only for the community, but just for everything in general. And thank you for being on our podcast as well. Thank you. Here at the Thunder, we like to keep the main thing the main thing, and the main thing is we've got players here in the warehouse packing some stuff, so we're gonna go around and talk to a few. Let's go. 
We've got Steven Adams with us. Steven, what did you think when you first walked in this giant warehouse today? Um, I was just, yeah, kind of like taken back, was wondering what was going on. No one really explained what we were doing, but I got the gist. We're packing diapers and I guess uh, baby needs um, for families in need. Is there a method to the madness here? I see like a lot of diapers going into a lot of yeah, bags right now. Yeah, this pretty simple, just, you know, manual labor work, you know what I mean? Just putting it in plastic bag, it's pretty simple. Pretty simple stuff, you know what I mean? Okay, so how, did they give you any instruction before you got in here of how many bags or how many diapers supposed to go in each bag or anything No, like they, that? They, didn't, they didn't tell me anything, but I, I'm, I'm guessing this might be some sort of competition because there's different teams with different colored t-shirts, so they might make it into a competition somehow, I think. Do, do you like your odds if it's a competition? I don't know, I, I, I feel like we've been doing good, but Maybe not, because I came in kind of like halfway. People were already working, so I don't know how many boxes we've done. So these so these diapers actually are going to go to uh, families in need who okay. are in a, a matter of crisis and come here to shop and get stuff for their babies. Yeah. When you hear that, what does that mean to you, knowing that you're helping with this many diapers today? Yeah. Oh, it's just nice, isn't it? It's, it's always one of these like feel-good things. We, you know, the Thunder usually does uh, things like this. I think we visited food bank in previous years. And it is just one of those things, you know, just like, you know, that there's fam families out there who are really struggling and then any way you could kind of help with little stuff like this is just awesome, you know. It just, it just means a bit more, you know. You've also got Thunder staff members out here as well. I mean, yeah, how cool is it the whole, yeah, a little bit of everybody, staff, yeah. coaches, players, how yeah. cool is that? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's what I mean. It's, what, it's what's really good about the organization. They make it a big organization thing, you know what I mean? Not just a few people here and there. And, you know, I think that's what the whole gist is, is like, look, let's all come together and help out and do little stuff like this, you know? All right, Stephen, we stole cool. you away for too long. Yes, we'll please. let you get back to work. Right, <laughs> Thank you. So now we've got Hamidou Diallo with us. Hami, I was at this station earlier today. We were packing apples, and then we moved over to Formula. We might have been too efficient because it doesn't look like there's much going on right now. Definitely efficient. I mean, I think you took all the work for us for today. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what you guys are working on or waiting on right now? Uh, we're just waiting on another package, and I think it's just got here. Uh, just some more formula and just labeling them and things like that. So this is one of the very few all-team events that happens this season. What's it like every time all everybody in the organization comes out here to help out? I mean, it's great. I mean, it's great to see us as a as a staff, as players, as a unit, all as one, and to see all the faces that, I mean, work behind the scenes and get to have conversations with people that are helping us on a day-to-day -day basis that don't get, to, don't get the light that we get. So, I mean, it's great to spend the time with them, and it's great to be here. And you guys have three days off right now. You've been practicing. But now this is a little bit of a change of pace for you guys, coming out here, helping out. How, how cool is that for you? I mean, it's great. I feel like as an organization, I mean, we do a great job of it. And for me personally, I just love seeing things like this just because of, I mean, where I come from and what I've seen. And this is a goal of mine. I mean, just seeing that the help that they're giving to people that's less fortunate, that's a goal of mine in the future. I mean, uh, possibly build something like this one day. So, I mean, it's just great to see the layout and to see what really goes behind it. You talk about that future for you. What would that look like ideally? I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I have a wide range of things that I want to do and helping people is definitely one of them. And I want to do something that's really efficient. So I just like to see how things operate and how things are ran. And so I got to speak, speak to them a little bit. And it's just great to see that they have no criteria 
to help people. It doesn't matter how much you make. It doesn't matter how much, like where you live or anything. I mean, if you need help, they're going to help you. So that's dope. Where does that come from for you, that, that desire to just really want to go out there and do something? Uh, I mean, just I feel like that's just the type of person I am. I mean, I'm a given person that wants to see others be successful. And I know what it is to get help, I mean, when you start young. So it's, no matter how young you start, if you're getting help, it could help you in the future. And I mean, a lot of us athletes in particular, I mean, didn't get the help and we had to face adversity. But I mean, it makes it great that we're here and we're able to help others now. All right, homie, we'll let you get back to work. It looks like they're about to bring the second Definitely. pallet out, but thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate you guys. We've got a podcast regular with us, Mike Muscala. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate you taking time out from... Wait, what are you guys doing over here right now? Uh, we are packing up some boxes here at Infant Crisis Services. Okay, do you know what you're packing the boxes with? Is it is it food? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, it's food. It's, um, you know, from mixed vegetables to canned pears, uh, we are boxing up the food. And they just gave us a tour of this facility. It's massive. What did you think? Uh, I was very impressed. Um, you know, they kind of gave a rundown of, of what they do here, and um, you know, I think it's really cool the, how they help families and, and infants and children in need. And now you and Abdul on your team get to help out and be a part of all this pack boxes for people in need. What does that mean for you? Uh, it's special. I mean, to see everyone in here uh, with the Thunder organization uh, chipping in and the energy in here is, is pretty cool. So. Uh, you know, they said they, they get a lot of volunteer help, and to, to be a small piece of that is, is special. We've talked to a few players, and I'm curious, does it bring a little more energy to these events when you have the whole team and staff out here? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if we've had one yet this year like that with the whole organization, or maybe one. So I knew that when I found out the whole organization was going to be here, I was excited because it's fun to, just to spend time together. What did you think when you first walked in here and you just saw the amount of people and just kind of uh, the chaos that was going on? Yeah, no, I think this energy is uh, contagious and uh, people are in here going hard, you know, uh, and, uh, and moving things around. So me and Abdul just trying to help out here with the yellow, the yellow team. Go yellow team. <laughs> we'll let you get back to work. Right, Thank you, Moose. We've talked to a few players, but we had mentioned that the entire Thunder staff is here as well. And so we wanted to talk to our director of Internet, Interactive Media and Publications, Ron Matthews. Ron, what are you up to right now? We packed uh, fruit, veggies, pasta, cereal, and beans for uh, families to come in and get. I've been fascinated by this place. It looks like uh, you guys are super efficient because you're done right now. We did 102 boxes and ran out. They have nothing left for us. You're too good for you're too good for this assembly line. Clearly, you guys had a good system. What was just describe your assembly line system for us? Well, we had Rob Hennigan on this team, and Rob kind of uh, surveyed the landscape, and we shifted into appropriate zones. What are these events like where the whole staff comes out and does something good for the community? I love it. I've been here 12 seasons of doing this stuff, and to look around and see all this uh, energy, smiles, camaraderie, it, it's perfect. So, And then the tour of this place, we didn't know much about Infant Crisis Center. Uh, it is powerful once you get inside and learn about it. Last question for you. You mentioned it was fascinating, powerful. What makes it so fascinating for uh, you? What have you learned? People step up for something we can all agree about, babies. So um, when you see little preemie packs of diapers, uh, it's really um, humbling, and there's a need for it. We don't necessarily think about it every day, 
but there are people out there, and thank God for places like this that are looking out for those who can't take care of themselves. Ron, thanks for letting us Aaron Bush you. you. <laughs>look today was the sheer amount of diapers getting packed and packaged today at the Infant Crisis Services Center. And so with Hindi being a brand new dad, he's been changing diapers for six weeks straight versus me, who might have changed a total of two diapers in her lifetime. So we're going to have a little diaper off, a little diaper race. These, I will preface this, these are not real babies that we're changing. These are dolls. No babies will be harmed in the race of these diaper change. Paris, no cheating. Put the diaper down. There are real diapers and real dolls. Yes. Real stakes. We'll see if my competitiveness takes over from my lack of knowledge on diaper changing here. We got to take off a diaper, put a new diaper on, and then we will see who wins. Good luck. On your mark. Get set. Go. Okay. All right. Diaper Gotta off look. is not as hard. The diaper off is pretty easy part. Mine's kind of stuck in the doll crevices. <laughs> unfold the those feet up. Darn doll crevices. <laughs> the crevices. Those are not anatomically correct crevices. Oh no! Although sometimes it's they backwards. are. The diaper's oh, backwards. Oh, that's a rookie mistake. <laughs> Done. Crap. I'm gonna have the onesie back on it even. Oh no! Oh no! This All diaper's right. way too big for my baby. I will say. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Boom, I've already got the onesie buttoned back up. I'm like burping them and putting them to There's sleep no already. There's no way I can put the pants back on this video. <laughs> no. That diaper is coming up to his neck. All right, well, safe to say, Hindi is a diaper pro. Yes. And I am diaper level zero. Hey, it looks good. It's going to keep the, uh, you know, keep everything inside. Well, that's that that's too, really all that matters. Timeline and producer Hindi has something that he wants to bless our timeline with. Yeah, I was doing some Instagram stalking, you know, as, naturally as one does. And if you didn't see the Thunder's post of Dennis grabbing Dennis Jr. at the Thunder bench and like bringing him back to his mom, it was so precious. And being here at Infant Crisis Services Center, I thought that's a good baby related bless your timeline. But then it got better. Steven Adams then reposted Dennis uh, the Thunder's post. Then Dennis reposted Steven's post. Then Steven three-posted Dennis's post of the Thunder's post. Instaception. It, it got deep. But it was just every layer of adorableness that you could ask for. I, there, there are several layers to that. I think one layer is this, the cuteness overload of Dennis and Dennis Jr. So cute. Naturally. But then also the support from Steven to repost Dennis's post from the thunder. It was beautiful. And then Dennis appreciating it. And yeah, it was like an, an onion of cuteness. As you peeled back layers, I started to tear up a little bit and to just like be clicking through the Instagram stories and see like the post. And then you know how the window gets progressively smaller. I just, I couldn't handle it. I, I really wish I would have seen that before you talked about it because now I'm going to go back and look at it because I, I, I missed time. out clearly the yeah. onion of cuteness. Oh my gosh. It's perfect. That's all the time we have today. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to our producers for chasing us around throughout Infant Crisis Services. And until next time, thunder up and catch you later. Favorite babies, go. Oh, that's a good one. Baby Groot. Baby Yoda. 
Oh, Baby Cohen, obviously. Ooh, that should have been my number one. That should have been my number one. <laughs> I really hope my fiance is not listening to this right now. Okay, Baby Dory. Ooh, Baby Nemo. Okay, you for can't going just... in the. Okay, fine. We can't stay in the Nemo universe. 